When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's about IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. With me, promoter Ben Sean. Ben, the moment you've walked in here, you haven't taken a smile off your face. Obviously, uh, delighted to sign Joshua Bawatsi just because of how how talented he is and how many promoters were after him offers from the US the UK and yeah to be honest quite uh, humbled I appreciate and everyone will always say you know he wants to be on Sky Sports and this and that and we know that and we know that's our our biggest point but he also had to trust to move over and Josh is very very careful and he didn't want to be the first one but he's watched Tasha Jonas take a leap of faith and see what happens Savannah Marshall Riyadh Chris Philham Smith and others and Dan Aziz in his development and to, to have his confidence in the most important time of his career it's, it is yeah it's humbling if I'm honest but obviously yeah really just delighted to have a world class athlete um, in the most important part of their career it's uh, yeah really happy outside of the kind of sky engine what kind of did you promise him and offer him? Obviously, when, when you took on Lawrence Sicoli, you had React Ball, you've already got Billum Smith. So what did you kind of promise him? What urged him to come towards you and, and not with stay with Matcham and, and Frank Warren? Look, I think Dan Aziz has proven, yes, at a lower level, that if you want to take the title fights, there's no way you can be stopped. It's mandatories, it's development, and it's taking the fights. And he's number one in the WBA. He was in the IBF, and we'll see what happens with that. He's very well ranked in all the governing bodies, WBC. He's going to get his world title chance almost when he wants it now. And, uh, you know, he wanted those big fights, and he wants to make a statement with those big fights. And I think, speaking to Josh, that's the biggest thing for him. He knows he's going to fight for a world title. He knows he's got the big fights against Anthony Yard and other domestic fights and other you know world level fights to come. He wants to have a legacy. He wants he wants to fight regularly. He's fighting. We're going to get him out in six weeks and just get this train going. And um, yeah, I think uh, he he trusted the situation, which I'm obviously delighted with because it was it, he's such a talented guy and his career is so important to him. 
um, yeah, humbled and, and, and happy and, and delighted for him because I think he feels like the shackles are off a little bit. There's so much, you know, where a fighter has to sit there and be silent and, and have all this speculation and doesn't feel happy and but doesn't want to say anything. And uh, I'm just delighted for him. The shackles are off because he wants to be in front of camera. He wants to be a star. He wants to deliver his message. He wants to have those nights that we'll all remember in a few years' time. And um, yeah, for him, I can see the the pressure and the stress, perhaps, of of, of of maybe a year or two or three years. He feels like he's making up for last time. He, he was 30 years old yesterday. This is serious now. And as I say, make no mistake, this guy wants the biggest fights, and he's made sure of that. And um, and yeah, I'm, I'm just happy to be on that journey with him, as everyone is at boxer. And Sky Sports delighted to have him. And and as I say, it, we we get to have Sky for them. They felt like they never got it right with with, with Josh. And there was a big Anthony Joshua era and other things. And naturally, he took he played second fiddle to that. And uh, yeah, just yeah, really really happy. One of the interesting things he said up there was, and I'm paraphrasing, that my fans will be able to see me on 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 basically a, a proper TV network. Yeah, I mean that's his that's his thing. Ultimately, we know he wants to be seen. Like, it's all right saying take this really really tough fight, but the blood, sweat, and tears and risks that go into that deserve rewards. And I think that's what he's saying is he'll take any fight. He'll take any fight. But he wants people to remember those nights, not just the boxing fans, the casual fans. He wants to be the fighter in a year's time that people will stop going out to watch his fights. Carl Froch wasn't on Sky Sports, was, was very, very elite. No one knew who he was. Came on here, had a couple of fights, and then suddenly was able to achieve what he achieved and become the star he is. There's a lot of world champions that no one actually know. And I know that that's very important to him. And uh, But that's one, for, that's one for him. We're happy that yes, he's got the broadcaster he wanted, but he also now trusts the promotional outfit that's going to take care of his career. Eddie Hearn was very vocal that we've offered him a million pounds of dollars, I'm not sure on the currency, to fight Dimitri Brivo and he turned it down. Frank Warren did an interview yesterday, said we offered him the Anthony Yard fight. I spoke to his trainer, Virgil Hunter, on Saturday, who said that I'm, I want him to have two more fights before he challenges someone like Dimitri Bivol. So, question one, who is he going to fight in, in May? And then how soon are you going to get him out again? Because one of the other issues that he's had is being inactive uh, over the last kind of couple of years as well. Inactivity can kill, can kill fighters at, at that level. But, um, look, I think, you know, when we talk about, and I don't want, I, we, I'm not going to get involved in a back and forth, but when you say, oh, he's been offered Bivol, finish the sentence, what else, what he's been offered Bivol but he has to extend for a couple of years or he's been offered Bivol but he, they're not believe me if he could fight Bivol and not have to extend and this and that I know he would take it because he's saying to me Ben I want to fight in six weeks get me out and then I want if Bivol's available let's do it sometimes I, I feel sorry for fighters because they and we saw it with Lawrence Acoli and it, the amount of abuse and, 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 and things that he was getting whilst he couldn't tour was difficult for him as well. And uh, look, I would never ever have a go at a fighter or, or, or talk badly about a fighter, especially someone as respectful as Joshua Bawatsi. He's a, he's a born killer. He wants the big fights. 
and he's made that clear in his contract with us. So six weeks he'll be out and then he's into a, into the biggest fights possible. That Anthony Yard fight will happen, 100%, and it will happen at the right time for Joshua Boatsy, and it's an absolute monster. But ultimately, right now, his focus is world titles, and I know that. Ben, obviously, I, I, I know you're kind of down to earth, you don't like getting into this promoter beef, and I don't, I don't mean to press you on this, but when you're taking someone like Boatsy, who's an asset, who's a name, who's a product, from another major promoter and another major network, and bring him on. That must be quite satisfying. <laughs> it's satisfying because of who we've got. I genuinely believe this is a sleeping giant. I don't care what anyone says. When we got Tasha Jonas, she was earning 40 grand and should have retired and this and that. When we got Chris Brindham Smith, he was going nowhere. When Savannah Marshall was middle of the card and she never headlined a show before. Everyone that, you know, there's always this and reason. I know how good Boatsy is and I know he's got the right temperament and I know how consistent and dedicated he is that's why I'm delighted because it's so rare that you get an opportunity like this it's incredible so happy can't wait for some absolute monster nights with him where he's going to put it all on the line and show us how good he is and that guy is very very tough and wants to fight and believe me he loves to fight there's a difference between fighters that fight for a living this guy loves to fight he ended up in a boxing gym because all he was doing people won't know is fighting on the streets he came over to Croydon that's what he loves to do and he, that's all he wants to do and he wants to get back to it not be held back be active and uh, that's why I'm, that's why I'm delighted. One of the other things that um, was mentioned by Eddie Hearn was when asked about Boatsy was there was matching rights. Now I know you went in for Dalton Smith, but there were matching rights which enabled him to stay with Matchman. So what was the difference between that deal and, and this particular deal with Joshua Boatsy? Look, that's a, a Boatsy matchroom thing. We put in our offer, as I know, plenty of promoters put in their offer. Um, because I've discussed with those promoters and you, you, you speak to other promoters and you see who's, who's interested so everyone put in their offer we are told it wasn't matched been told unequivocally it's not been matched um, and look, it's not always about matching rights it's about relationships at the, at the end of the day, a boxer can choose and should be able to choose where he wants to fight and uh, that's how I have always seen it they're, they're, they've got a short career and when they've paid their dues and they've done their contractual duties they can do what they want to do and uh, for me no fighter should ever be talked down to and told they're this and told they're that it's up to them whether you know and uh, that's one thing I'm slightly upset with but I war we warned Josh we warned Josh we said you know you're going to have a PR machine coming at you to tell everyone how ungrateful you are, how greedy you might be, or how you don't want to fight anyone, there's always something, everyone's had to take it, all of the fighters that have come across so far have, have, have been subject to it, and they can't talk out, they don't have that size of platform, but they also don't, they, 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 you know, contractually sometimes they can't talk, and things like that, so he knew what he was getting into, he's the most respectful, genuine, honest boxer that I've ever come into contact with, and you know, he knew what he knew what was going to come. I think he feels like the shackles are off, and now he gets to speak, and you can listen to him talk. And uh, I'm just, I'm just, as I say, I want to stay out of all that nonsense. It is nonsense. We've got a special talent in Joshua Bawatsi as British boxing. We get to see him now in the biggest fights, and uh, that's what I'm excited about.
Just moving away, um, in the comms you mentioned about announcing your schedule, another show you've announced is another trip away which is in, in Poland. How's this come about with Babbage's uh, main event for world title? Look, last year um, we had to set a lot of foundation, very hard to, to, to do what you want to do before you know you can put things in place. We spent a lot of the time building our relationship with, with other promoters and working out how things can work and to grow the sport of boxing. So so long, so many times we're in this sort of uh, cocoon in UK or in France where we only see what we see on our networks and I think this is a great way one of making more finance one of making finance work better because there's two costs coming together on the same time so make the bigger fights when they come around we want those sort of relationships it's great for our fighters I want our fighters to be uncomfortable I loved Lauren Price in a third fight having to go and fight on a Parisian show you know, I love Dan Aziz winning the European title against a Frenchman. It stands them in great stead for when they're in the world title fights. This is a big card. Babic, Matchroom have done an unbelievable job with. Does huge numbers. He's an absolute character. and We want characters. So to have him fighting for his world title against another unbeaten guy, that's going to be a war. Martin Bacoli against an unbeaten Igor, I won't try and pronounce his surname, the Hulk. The Ukrainian, where he's fighting almost as a home fight, another unbeaten fight, and then Jamie TKB and Caroline Dubois, who Jamie, by the way, has impressed me massively. You know, watch out for him because uh, he's in the gyms, and uh, a lot of the heavyweights have their eye on him. And uh, yeah, really delighted to, to get that over the line. And there's going to be many more to come. It means we can put on more finance, more opportunities for our fighters, build better relationships with the promoters, grow the sport, and hopefully it pays dividends for when our fighters are in the big fights and we can just get them done really, really smoothly, quickly, and uh, yeah, excited for it. Uh, Babbage, is that a, a kind of a, a one-off fight you're doing with him, or is that a long-term ambition with him as well? Well, we have a very close relationship with KO Promotions in Poland, and uh, we, we've worked with them a few times and, and are continuing to do, and so when they won the purse bid, we've, we, Babbage has always been someone that Sky have said, Oh, he does such great numbers, you won't believe. Try and try and try and find a way. And so, obviously delighted that they win the purse bid. And we were talking about a show for a while. And um, and this presented the perfect opportunity. So when they won that, it was like, bang, you've got your Polish guy. We've got the popular guy in the UK. Let's put on a big card in Poland. They've sold it out already. It's going to be an absolute monster night. And Paris went really well for us. Some learnings, some things we can do better. I'm not sure about the studio thing. I thought it was. I, I think we can do better in terms of how how we present it on screen, but it is difficult. Um, so yeah, excited to go. And, and as I say, it will, it will be the first of many. Benham Smith was on Sky. He talked about a potential date. He mentioned the stadium. He, poten he, he mentioned potentially the end of May. Is there anything else you can give us on that? Yes. Yeah, so we were going to announce a few more shows today, but. In the end, we wanted this to be about Bawatsi. It's a big deal for us, and we didn't want it to get lost. Chris Williams has a massive stadium fire at the end of May. What a journey that's been. Um, I think I genuinely believe we can sell that place out, which is, which is crazy, because they'd never had boxing in Bournemouth up until last summer. Um, excited to announce that. Um, the cruiserweight division, never mind the light heavyweight division, this year is going to be... We've got all the big fights, and I, I'm, I'm excited to announce them. Chris Williams-Smith. Yeah, a Bournemouth Stadium at the end of May. We're also expecting Eubank, Junior and Smith to the rematch. Is that going to come this week? I think, well, we'll announce it when we... That, that rematch is done. Um, when does that land? There's a rematch clause. 
that's what we're that's what we'll announce. I think I think we'll announce that next week in terms of date and things like that. Um, it's obviously a, a big fight to put together, a monster fight, um, and we've got another one in June, early June that we're about to announce as well. So three or four more shows to announce in the next few days. But today is about Bawatsi. And, and that's why that's what what the focus is. Just quickly moving on away from this, I know we've spoken perhaps about Fury Usyk. It looks like that's done. It looks like the, they've signed, and a press conference is due probably next week. So good to see for this for the for the sake of boxing, both men get in the ring and put it all on the line. Yeah, love it. Can't wait. And uh, I was just hoping as a fan, like as we all were, please get done. Just you know when you get the it's with boxing when it doesn't, and you know everyone. It's just going to pile in on the sport and say it's a waste of time and it's useless and look at the UFC and look at this. So just delighted it, it, it looks like it's going to get done because it didn't look good when we were in Paris last week. I think we were both thinking, shit, not again. But if it gets done, fantastic. Because the whole heavyweight division is waiting. I've only got one guy up there with Martin Bacoli and we're like, what's going on? We're number two in the WBA. If this doesn't happen, let's get it moving. Let's get fights moving in that heavyweight division. There's so many big ones. It shouldn't take 12 months to make a fight. Obviously, it's easier said than done, but that's all I want to see. Um, Kel Brook did an interview yesterday at Boxing King Media, and he talked about how he kind of has, has his mojo back. Yeah. He went out to Spain to train for a little bit, um, and he said, I'm, I'm willing to come out of, of retirement to fight Conor Ben. Listen, Kel Brook is the man, in my opinion. He was my favorite fighter. And uh, yeah, of course, we could say that he should retire after uh, after the calm fight, which was an unbelievable night for him, and one that he was sort of craving his whole career. And I really think if if he hadn't had that fight, the troubles he'd going through would be even worse. That was that was a cherry on top for his career. Um, whatever Kel does, I'll support it. Great, incredible guy, and uh, yeah, um, whatever he does, I'll support it. And hopefully, we see him back, whether that's whoever that's against. Okay, Ben, thank you a little bit of time. Anything else you'd like to add before we end? No, just March 25th, Lawrence Lacoli against David Light. David Light, as I say, he is so tough. I mean, speak to the cruiserweights that have been in there with him. Speak to Brandon Glanton, who has got one of the most ferocious knockout powers in the cruiserweight division. Joseph Parker says, Ben, you don't realise how tough this is. When Lawrence Lacoli has not been in the ring for a year, has changed trainer, this is not the fight that we would have chosen. This is a mandatory defence of his world title that he needs to keep. And uh, it's a big night on uh, in Manchester. Mikey Gomez Jr., my, one of my first friends in boxing, five years ago, six years ago, he was um, in and out, drinking this, that. I used I, One way in, I had to go and pick him up on a small horse show, find where he was in town. He'd been drinking and bring him to the way and crazy stuff. He's now 28 years old, he's got his shit together, he's going to fight in an English title fight. He's very talented, he's an absolute character. And Michael, it's Michael Gomez's son at the, at the arena where we all saw him on Sky Sports. That special Callum Simpson, who I believe is the sleeping giant in the super middleweight division. He will be on that car. Fraser Clark against Riddell Booker, who's coming off a big win. Similar to Carlos Takam, you cannot sleep on the old guys who know what they're doing and he, he, it will be interesting to see for me where Fraser's at I think it's a, a big test and Karis is in a in a local war in Manchester as well um, yeah I'm expecting a big night do come down it's local talent it's uh, it's, it's new faces it's Callum Simpsons it's Mikey Gomez Juniors who people won't have seen before but they're characters and they, I think they can go very far so um, yeah big night on the 25th of March
Ben, we look forward to seeing you in Manchester next week. And yeah, uh, roll on with this journey with Joshua Boatsy at Ben Shalom for IFL TV. Thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.